everybody. Welcome to Thrivecast. Thrivecast. Uh, we could call it Farmcast. We could call it Goatcast. We could call it Babycast. We got lots of things to talk about today. Lots of stuff going on. Oh, business cast, we... other business cast, piano cast. Yes. So today is March 15th, 2019, and we have had lots of transition in life since the last time we did one of these. Which was quite a while ago. It was. Guys. But we're back. We're back, and it's really fun. Back and better than ever. Or back and kind of rusty. <laughs> back and tired, but we're, we're back. Here. <laughs> we're here. Thanks for joining. <laughs> so, um, couple updates since we have last talked. I don't know if you followed along or if you heard in the last episodes, but we were living in a tiny house on the back of an acre of someone's property, and we had chickens and things like that. And since then, uh, the beginning of February, we moved into a five-acre farmhouse in Yorkville. The farmhouse is not five acres. Oh, the no, it is. The farm that the farmhouse is. is. The house is five acres. <laughs> we're, it's, we're, we're independently wealthy now. Yes. We're billionaires. We're, <laughs> we have more money we than Bill We loan money Gates. to Trump, okay? I'm just saying. like, <laughs> And the U.S. government. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they we, won't pay us back, so we, we wouldn't loan them. <laughs> it's not a very single, good business investment. We single-handedly paid off the U.S. debt. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's yeah. good. No, the house is not five <laughs> acres. We moved into a move onto a five-acre property that has a eighteen hundred square foot house, which is massive. Which when is, you've been living in a one hundred ninety-six yeah. square foot tiny house, which we loved, but it's been fun having room to spread out. The funny thing about having a house this big that that you don't think about until you've lived in a tiny house for so long as we lived there for about a year and a quarter and we had one car and we worked together and we still only have one car and we still work together but um (laughs) so nothing changed (laughs) nothing changed let me just tell you about all the things that didn't change (laughs) they're still the same the sun still comes up in the morning Mm, but okay well, usually it's a little bit dark and the cloudy fog here. Comes up the, the, fog, the, the, clouds the clouds come, come up, up in the, the morning. morning. It gets Yeesh. slightly lighter. Yeah. Looking forward to spring. Um. Anyways, what I was going to say was a funny problem that we've run into um, being in the big house is we're so used to always being in one room. So we can just talk and maybe you have to raise your voice a little bit if like you're in the kitchen with the water running and or something like that. But here, we'll just keep talking to each other, and we'll be on completely, like, different <laughs> levels, and we'll just be to like... To be a fly on the wall, and we're <laughs> just muttering. And so we it just, It sounds like, like we're talking to someone, but no one's listening, because no they can't hear you. And so then we just try to talk louder, and so then we just spend a lot of time yelling across the house, but you still can't hear anything, because this house is really big. And so it it's... We're starting to get it figured out what rooms we can hear each other and what rooms we can't. Yeah, we've we've but... mapped out the acoustic <laughs> dynamics of the room and the reflection angles. We off actually of the hired wall. an engineer. We did an acoustician, I think they're called. Yes, an acoustician. <laughs> we hired an acoustician to come in and find out acoustitecture. Where... Actually, acoustic <laughs> acoustitect. That's what it is. Find out where in the house we could yell at each other and hear each other, you know. Can can you put some square, some little little gaff tape marks on the ground? (laughs) Get some yellow gaff tape. I can yell at my wife (laughs) and she can hear me at the normal volume. But it was funny when we first moved in, it would be, we'd be like, no, I told you this. It's like, okay, but I, I wasn't in the room. I wasn't even on the same level. I couldn't hear you. Yeah. And I still but, held you responsible for that piece of information. 
whatever it was. You should have been recording that. We talked about getting an intercom. (laughs) (laughs) A comm system, system. something. Yeah, we work a lot of of broadcasting um, for a Fortune 500 company. So we'll do their meetings and we'll be on these comm systems. So sometimes you'll be about a half mile away from, you know, someone you're trying to talk to on this system to get instructions of what, you know, is going on in the meeting that you're running. So we were thinking, we'll just just get one of those and just wear it all the time. (laughs) Wireless comms. Yeah, but... Mm, yeah i'm not doing that i think that would be rough on ben's dreadlocks though because it makes his hair kind of frizzy it does it'd be rough on you because you gotta fix them yeah but it's true there's a whole bunch of marital hair strain there (laughs) (laughs) in that context that's all right but uh that sounds like a big problem (laughs) otherwise don't know what that means marital hair strain um is that like where you put the thing in the bottom of the bathtub in the little yes. thing that's, that's to, that a marital hair strain a or? marital hair strain to keep your plumbing from getting clogged yeah by your marriage by your marriage <laughs> um okay next okay Moving on. so um so anyways we have a farmhouse and it's on five acres so we of course moved our chickens over here um if it was funny because we had somebody give us five chickens and then we went on a long trip. And when we came back, um, four of them had turned into roosters. And by turned into, she means... They were already roosters, but we didn't <laughs> you know. You didn't know because you can't really tell until about six months old or more. Because they just looked like full-size hens when we left. And then we came <laughs> back and they were massive and they were crowing. And so then we had four roosters. So now we only have two roosters. Well, we have four roosters. Two of them are in the freezer because I butchered them. That's true. We haven't eaten them yet. We do still we have them. We have them. <laughs> <laughs> we have four roosters. Actually, we have five because we butchered someone else's rooster that oh, day that they didn't want. So we Is gained, that one in we our gained freezer too. The, yeah, do they have all that there. one. No, we have it. Oh, thanks, Nick so, and Naomi. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, we've been doing some farm things. It's cool. I actually have eggs in the incubator right now, so we have twelve eggs. Hopefully, they'll hatch, and they should be hatching on Monday if all goes well. That would be twenty-one days. So you put them in this kind of this styrofoam box and then it has a turner and then it has um some little areas where you can put water in the bottom and then it's got a heater on the top and you set it to the right temperature so uh that is happening and hopefully we'll have some baby chicks coming around and then we're We're also getting goats which is awesome Um, so so i'm gonna build this really cool pallet um based goat hutch and so it's actually got a truck topper like the part we put on the bed like a camper camper top thing camper top and so that will be the top so they'll have a window so they can kind of see out we can see them and then it'll be up on pallets so it's it's pretty cool i'll try to put a picture on uh, our facebook page so you could see that and so that's really exciting we're getting them next month yes we've we've met them yeah, they're babies. They were born. I don't know if you heard about the um, polar vortex that happened in Illinois. We were moving in the middle of that, which yeah. was intense. Yeah. Um, we hid out for like the worst day or so, but all the surrounding also really, really cold weather. We just had to move because just the timing of it. So our goats were born during this polar vortex. Um, so their names are Anna and Elsa. 
uh, yes. from Frozen. Yeah, which so, is awesome. We didn't what, name them, but we're going to keep those names so we like them. One of them's white. One of them's got brown ears, so it fits. Um, they're so sweet. Ben just picked up Anna and cradled her like a baby for, what, probably 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and she just happy as a clam. I will put that video also yes, on this podcast Yes, it's so page. cute. You will love our goats. So we're getting them next month. So that's exciting. And if that wasn't enough transition and change, we are having a baby in May. Woohoo! Thrive baby. Thrive baby. Baby thrive. Baby cast. Baby cast thrive. Thrive cast. Baby cast Don't thrive. cast the baby. Don't cast the baby. No, no, no. Hold the, Hold baby, the baby close. But uh, yeah, so we're having a baby. We don't know the gender yet. We're going to wait till the baby comes. People always ask us, so you're not going to find out the gender? Like, we're well, going to find out the gender when they're the, born. <laughs> we're going to find out the gender. Yeah. But, but not, not before that. <laughs> so that's really exciting. And so we're getting ready. So this house has three bedrooms. And so we'll have one of them for the nursery, which is fun. And guest room slash guest music room. room. Music room. And yes, we do have names picked out. No, you can't know what they are. Um, <laughs> we had an Uber yet. driver the other day ask us, like, what was the name? We're like, we're not telling you. <laughs> they were almost indignant. Like, what do you mean you're telling me? Like, I'm I like, even, I don't know. I've, you're a complete random stranger. I haven't told, we haven't this to even anyone told in my, my closest life. friends and, and you family. You want me, little Uber driver, <laughs> to tell you what this name is. Yeah, so. it was funny. No, I'm not. Contrary to popular belief, I don't give away my deepest, darkest secrets to Uber drivers, but you know, it could happen. It was worth an ask. Yeah, right? it's true. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't care about people knowing the name, but we want it to be a surprise. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. And uh, so we're trying to figure out what does thriving look like for us. And we're not really sure right now. Thriving looks like getting our house ready. Thriving looks like taking a bunch of work trips. Um, We've been working for that um, Fortune 500 company, and they have been sending us to different places. We went to Texas with them the other uh, week, and then last week we were in California for my brother's wedding, which was awesome. Was so fun! Huntington uh, Beach Huntington is Beach awesome. Huntington Beach is amazing. If you we're haven't not been there. big SoCal people, but no. Huntington Beach is just very chill and relatively down to earth for Orange County. I mean. It's not so, the most down to earth, but it's more down to yeah. earth than most of the area. And the beach is beautiful. So contrary to pop, like I was thinking that, well, it's not popular belief. I guess it was my belief. I was th- <laughs> <laughs> my belief is very popular. Yeah, my not, belief is the popular. only so, belief that matters. Was, you know, it's not called hunting on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I he got was, in trouble for that one. He was walking I'm around with a shotgun. I was, I was walking with my shotgun in Southern California. They didn't like they didn't it for like some it reason. So much. Like, hunt, it's not hunting on the beach. I don't know beach. how this you got that on the plane, hunting. but... <laughs> <laughs> I have my ways. You're like, this means there should be tons of hunting on the beach. Yeah, hunting on beach. Hunting ton beach. Hunting ton. <laughs> we, have, we have some seagulls in our freezer now, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. I don't want to eat a seagull. That sounds... That's, that's nasty. Mm, mollusks. <laughs> I've seen... The way those birds eat mm, yeah, anything, gross. I don't think I would want to eat. I, I didn't really bring my shotgun to the beach, <laughs> just didn't. in case anyone's wondering. But I'm just—it was kind of low-hanging fruit. Had to yeah. Get it, so you're just crazy enough. I could see people believing mm, that. I mean, I do have a shotgun, but I just don't bring it on the beach. 
not that beach. Well, I don't know. I've never brought it on a beach. Have I? Have I brought <laughs> no, it on a beach? No, we've never brought it on a beach. Okay. It could happen. It could happen. But we're not really close to a beach. No. We'll so, have to work on that. We'll work. Maybe in your uh, work trip, you're, you're going to North Carolina, maybe you could... Uh, no, don't think that'd no, work. I don't okay. Think so. I don't think so. Okay, I don't know how we got on this topic of trying to bring the shotgun to the beach. Because <laughs> um, it's I called hunting like, on beach. I feel like this conversation could get us in trouble. We're joking, everybody. We're joking. Uh, we're very responsible and careful gun owners. Yes, <laughs> we are. Anyway, so in addition to the farm, the goats, new baby chicks. New baby. New baby. We also have been doing a lot of work for clients, and one of those clients uh, is the largest piano store in Illinois, and they have worked out a deal with us to for us to make them a new website and do some redesign of their website uh, to trade a piano for it. So um, we have this beautiful baby grand piano. I'll also take a picture of that and put it um, on our Facebook page, so I guess this one you need some visuals, but... Um, we wanted to sh- like play a clip from, or a few clips actually, from us playing it and singing along and that kind of thing. So I uh, wanted you to just listen to this and enjoy.
enjoyed that we really enjoyed making it for you and um love to show you some more stuff in the future but we wanted to talk about a couple more things and then we really wanted to get into our topic which is um transition and how to thrive in transition but jesslyn you want to talk about the community gardens that we're setting up yeah so that's um one more thing that we've got going on because you know we don't have enough going on um but and if anyone's got a rototiller i'll take it yes we could use one of those also if you want to sell us a truck for cheap we could take one of those too um (laughs) but we're starting a community garden which we're really excited about um we're also doing our own garden this year which is kind of a new endeavor for us but uh we have all this land and we're next to a performing arts center that's owned by our landlords um so we wanted to set it up for i mean it's for anybody but we're guessing a lot of people um who go to the performing arts center with their kids are going to want to kind of take advantage of it because they're over in this area anyways, but we're going to be renting out plots um, so that people who want to grow their own food or flowers or whatever you want to grow, that they have the chance to do that whether they've got their own land or not. We've both lived in areas where like it's hard to grow things there's not enough room there's not good soil you know whatever it is and it's kind of a frustrating feeling and so it's like hey let's we've got land we're not gonna cultivate all of it this year that's for sure um five acres is more than you would think um and so we decided to open it up and very much an experiment just kind of like everything right now um but we're we're really excited to Give that a try. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, We're going to try to till about a half an acre of it, which is new for me, but uh, this is why we moved here is to start doing these kind of things. The people at the Performing Arts Center are really excited about it because hopefully it'll drive some more community engagement that Mm -hmm. they're hoping for in their uh, missions of their center and things like that. So it's really cool and um, we'll keep you updated on how that goes and what's going on and if you're in the area, you can come taste a tomato or something like that. And yeah. Come rent out a plot or something like that. So, <coughs> anyways, let's get to transition. So, obviously, you heard a lot about what we're going through and what we'll be going through with the new baby and whatnot. Justin, you, I'd love to hear your perspective on how do you thrive in, in transition and maybe we can get a little real, real raw, honest here and, you know, are we thriving and how do we get there if we're not and that kind of thing. So just whatever you want to share. Yeah. So I would love to come at this from an expert perspective of here is how I have mastered the art of thriving in transition and you can too. But the truth is I started crying at the gym today because it hit me how much things are changing. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think 
I think that's kind of part of it though. Thriving in transition is being honest with what you're experiencing and what you're feeling and not letting it just run your life, but also not pretending it's not happening. You know, denial doesn't help because emotions always come out somewhere. You can stuff them down for a while, but they will always come out. And, you know, I've experienced that in the past where it's like, I'm fine. I'm going to ignore the fact that I have feelings and it just, it does not work well yeah, long that's term. that's not a good move. Not no. a good move. Because it, it kind of, you know, you can only put so much air in a balloon before it pops. Yep. You either have to deflate it a little bit <laughs> or <laughs> poke a hole, but it's going to pop one way or another. And for us to just keep shoving and shoving and shoving things in and not having an output and not acknowledging that we're full or taxed or stretched it's generally not a good idea yep and so we're so incredibly excited about everything we've got going on and i'm just overjoyed that we get to raise a baby together i've wanted to be a mom forever ben's wanted to be a dad forever and we're super excited can't wait to meet this little one um but it's also a lot of changes and a lot of unknowns Yeah. where it's like we don't really know what's going to change. We've never done this before. So it's like I, I have a feeling things that we think are going to be super different aren't going to be that different. And things that we thought were going to stay the same are right. going to be really different. And it goes a lot back to the house transition we just made. It's like, oh, we're moving to a house. Both, both of us have lived in houses before. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but when you're used to living a certain way in a tiny house, you like, talk across the room and they can hear you and it's great but it doesn't work that way in this house you have to yep. be pretty much in the same room and this room is uh, this house has got it was built in 1900 so it's got a lot of different kind of compartments and rooms it's not plan. an open floor plan which is great we like it a lot but it's just uh you gotta get used to it and so part of it is just being adaptable i think mm -hmm. um part of thriving isn't necessarily having all the answers isn't necessarily being able to um, anticipate everything that's going to come your way, all the problems, but it's to be able to go, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is the emotions related to it. These are the logistics related to it. And how do I change what I'm doing to better fit um, the circumstances and not let it, you know, overwhelm me. Or if I'm overwhelmed, it's fine, but not let it, you Not know, staying there. Right. Working Steamroll me and is then, really what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think another important piece um, of thriving in the midst of transition is physical health. I feel like yeah. we, we've definitely had our ups and downs lately of like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. So I'm going to go eat French fries and ice cream because I don't have energy for anything else. But it, that perpetuates the problem right. of exhaustion. Or even like taking our supplements and drinking enough water and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Things that we, are not hard, but... It's amazing it's like, the, that the essentials go out the window often when yes. you're in transition. I think that that's important to remember. So if you're going through a transition, whatever it is in your, your moving or changing jobs or, you know, relationship changes, getting married, something like that. You got to remember that the essentials still need to be in your life. Yep. <laughs> and then sleep, bleh. drink water. Yeah. What is the priority? Take some what is the D. baseline things you need? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and you really should make a list and then say, all right, I can't do everything, but these five things I can do. I can mm -hmm. 
get this much sleep. I can take my pills so that I'm not totally drained. I can eat this way and I can, you know, drink this much water, whatever, you know, I mean. And it's funny because we have a lot of supplements, um, just like vitamins and minerals and herbs. and We don't have a lot. We have an entire medicine cabinet. Yeah, we're. Entire like kitchen cabinet full of. Crunchy, hippie, crazy people. (laughs) But the funny thing is we have it all. We have a pill case that we put it into. It does not take very much time or energy to take some pills every day. But. In the middle of all this transition, we just like threw that out the window for probably a good two months. And so we're just getting back around to it and we can already feel the difference just a few days back on yeah. um, that. We have some greens powder stuff. But you can that just we rub drink. some essential oils and it'll be all good. Yeah. That That's fixes everything. Go. You don't need to eat just essential just oils. Just essential oils. <laughs> Lavender fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just true. Just swirl this Epsom salt around, put it on your feet, <laughs> rub some essential oils on your forehead, and you'll be good. You don't need to eat for weeks. <laughs> it's almost true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, somebody help us. Anyways, we will be feeding the baby, though. Yes, don't worry. We do feed ourselves. We do feed ourselves. Made shakshuka. You did. You need to tell everybody what that is. It's really good. It's this um, Israeli breakfast dish um, that is like tomatoes and onions and peppers. And you kind of cook down this sauce a whole bunch of really yummy spices and then you crack eggs over the top and stick it in the oven and bake it for a few minutes and get the eggs um cooked and it's amazing it is really good um so that's our new favorite i know i get to determine what's good or not if it's (laughs) if if it's it's related to yeah Yeah. okay yeah well i mean i get to determine what's good or not anyways but because you're jewish well just because i'm me but (laughs) Okay. All right, next point. Okay, (laughs) there's so much in this podcast that just, if you're easily offended. Yeah, don't be. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's another another good. If you're easily offended, just stop. It's another good tip for thriving and transition. If you're easily offended, just don't be. It's true, though. Um, As much as you're being kind of silly before, it's like, when things are changing and you don't know which way's up, you cannot take everything too seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. You cannot take, oh, I'm going to the gym and I'm having an emotional breakdown. That <laughs> that doesn't mean your life's over. It means you're processing something. It's probably really it means good. You're that going you, to the gym and you're having an emotional yeah, breakdown. Yeah, it's probably really a good thing because then you're not bottling that up, repressing it, and hoping that your balloon doesn't pop. Yep. You and know? then I came home and I took an Epsom salt and lavender essential oil <laughs> bath, and I'm Did. feeling much better. And that's yeah. not sarcasm. That yeah, was no, true. It is, is true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, so that would be our challenge for you is if you're in the middle of transition um, and you're looking to thrive, write down five things, five things that you are not going to sacrifice in the middle of it, even though timing is really hard and sleep is really hard or whatever things going on, you know, stress is going on. What are you not going to sacrifice and what are you going to do to make that happen? So we'll leave you with that. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See you.